I didn't have a kith this week. Oh, Chili had a kith. Chili had a kith. Chili, which one did you get? Which kith treat? Hopefully, the sloppy wet this. one. All right. Here we are once again. Uh, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Taking Sports Show, part of the Arizona Varsity Podcast Network. Uh, my name is Zach Levira, and as always, I'm joined by Eric Newman. Eric, how you doing, man? I'm okay. Um, as you can see, it's cold. Um, I'm cold, too, and I'm in the valley. <laughs> yeah, we got our first snow in Flagstaff of the year um, nice. today. It wasn't anything too crazy, but yeah. a couple car crashes, people driving through on the I-40 <laughs> um, that don't know how to drive in the snow. Yeah. Um, highway got blocked up. I spent about almost an hour sitting in standstill traffic on the I-40 today because um, there was an accident on the road and Jeez. someone just didn't know what they were doing. Um, yeah. But I'm okay. Um NAU football has its homecoming this week. I can't, I don't know exactly what to expect in terms of, you know, celebration and everything because it's going to be cold and snowy, but yeah. we'll see. Didn't Luckily, I come up, didn't I come up for homecoming week last year? Yeah, you were there homecoming last year. You came, you and Cody came for one of them. I don't remember whether it was homecoming or not. I feel like it was homecoming for some reason because there was it some sort been. of, it was a huge tailgate. We got food outside. And, yeah. Um. And I remember it was actually really nice during the day. And then we walked out after the game and it was brutally cold. 100%, I was, yeah, I was freezing. Yep. Yeah. It might've been homecoming. Um, yeah. Homecoming was like mid October last year. So it's very possible. Yeah. No, oh, I can't even imagine what it'd be like now, November 5th or whatever it's yeah. going to be sixth. So yep. fifth, right. You know, Thursday. Yeah, yeah whatever 5th. Saturday is. Yeah, on November fifth. Okay. Luckily, they play indoors. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I feel like all schools that are like in that Big Sky conference, because of where they are, they have to play like indoors. Yeah, I know. Much. I know all of them don't, but yeah, most of them do. The you know, there's some California schools in it that are able to play That's outside. True. But That's a good point. Um, for the most part, it's it's northern. You know, you've got some Montana, Idaho. Yeah, uh, Utah. Most of those have indoor because they're not crazy. Does Montana have indoor? I thought they were outdoor. That I don't know. I, don't I think Montana's outdoor. Is Montana Might State be. part of the Big Sky also or no? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's who they're playing I know, Saturday. Oh, okay. I know Montana State's outdoor for sure. Okay, so yeah, it would be immensely yeah. cold. It's brutal. That is brutal. Well, yeah, um, I will still be cold on Friday and yeah. Saturday. So Friday, I'm doing uh, obviously a football game. Uh, it's going to be cold because it's like freezing outside right now for me. Um, and then Saturday, I'm going to the ASU game, but as a fan. So I'm not going to have the comfort of the press box. I'm going to be in the stands where it will probably be freezing. So yeah, that's going to be fun. Enjoy. Anyway, I know. Heaven forbid they give us the 4.30 kickoff instead of the 7.30, but no. Yeah. Yeah. Something about a UCLA being good or whatever, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, um, so it'll be fun, though. It'll be a good time. Uh, I haven't gone to a game as a fan in so long. In so any be... capacity. I guess we went to a Phoenix Rising game recently. But for me, yeah. it had been a long time since I've been to any game in any sport as just a fan. 
Yeah, but I'm I'm more talking like football. Yeah. Like I haven't been to an actual football game as a fan in so long. Yeah. Because I haven't been you. to a Cardinals game. I don't go to ASU unless I'm getting a credential until this Saturday. Um Cardinals, I don't drive out. I don't want to drive out there until unless I'm going there to work the game, which I'll be doing Sunday. So yeah, no, I I mean plus it can get expensive. Like the yeah, like that's like, true. like you know, a couple like couple buddies and i decided to go and like we got like lower level tickets but like they were like 80 bucks each then you factor in parking which was like 70 i think it was for the online one because we didn't want to take the risk of it not being available 70 bucks for parking yeah but that that's kind of our fault we did we went through StubHub because we because we're not Mm -hmm. gonna the thing is it's like i was thinking to myself i'm like okay well i get there two and a half hours early when i'm covering the game right Mm -hmm. And usually there's a lot of parking still available, like they're accepting, but like, we're not going to go that early if we're just going to be as fans because we can't walk in. So I was more worried about like, um, there not being parking available by the time we actually got down there. So I was like, okay, well I'll just buy the parking pass then. Yeah. 70 bucks plus 20 bucks in fees. Yeah. That's crazy. So stupid, man. It is so stupid, but it's worth it. It'll be a good time. And it'll probably be the only game I go to for like another year and a half. So yeah, or more, we go so. as a family. We go to a Vikings game every year if we can. Uh, yeah, go back visit family. Just in expensive. Like I'm not looking forward to like buying food and all that. It's gonna yeah, be that's good, the thing. But then again, it's the experience. You can't take money with you when you die, and it's about having fun. So it is what it is, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's the way you look at it. I haven't really done anything like this in a long time. Like have fun like that. Like go to a game. So it's whatever. Drake says when he dies, put his money in the grave. When it when I die, put my money in the grave. In the yeah. words of uh, uh, Mr. Drake, Mr. OVO. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, that's a good song actually. I'm really glad you brought that up. Now we might have to use that for our intro this week. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Eric, um, we got some playoff stuff to talk about. Yeah. Um. First thing I do want to update three to one currently Astros in the lead over the Phillies. Uh, the Eagles just beat the Texans. So one Philly team got a win tonight. We'll see if the other one can get it. They can come back. Um, what else was I going to say? Uh, big night for the Suns the other night for the twins, Mikhail and Cam Johnson. Yeah. Um, so that's fun. Um, and then, yeah, ASU plays Saturday against UCLA. So if that's an upset, I think they have to absolutely consider Sean Aguano more than they already are probably yeah. to be the next head coach. So, um, yeah, so we'll see what happens. But um, yeah. I'm interested. Right. I, I think a lot of locals hope that he's the choice, but you never I, know. A lot of them. A lot of us do. So, all right, let's let's get right into this. Uh, we're talking 2A volleyball brackets so um these were not released last week when we did our show so we're just going to kind of quickly go over all of them i want to say 5a and 6a is already playing they played tonight if i'm not mistaken so number one and 2a is horizon honors versus 16 northland prep and all these games take place on the fifth so these will be on saturday um and i believe they're actually at oh they are they're at different venues huh Okay, so they're all the at one, Mountain Ridge. Yeah, they are. I just realized that. Interesting. Okay, uh, number eight Veritas Prep at, uh, versus number nine Scottsdale Prep. Number five Phoenix Country Day versus number twelve St. John Paul. 
Uh, number four, Kingman Academy versus number 13, Santan Charter. Number three, Trivium Prep versus number 14, Tempe Prep. Uh, six, Rancho Solano versus 11, Arizona Lutheran. Seven, Tombstone versus 10, St. John's. And number two, Chandler Prep versus 15, Gilbert Classical. 3A. These are all at Marcos and Isa, it looks like. So that's interesting. I didn't realize that they were doing the small school volleyball at one venue. Yeah, they're, so since it's on a Saturday, it looks like they're just kind of pumping them all out. It's a 9, yeah. it's an 11, it's a 1, and... Three, and they're doing kind of getting it all done one one and and they're doing the quarterfinals same day. Yep. Interesting. Uh three eight number one snowflake versus sixteen Parker. Uh eight Gilbert Christian versus nine Monument Valley. Five Odyssey Institute versus twelve Scottsdale Christian. Four Thatcher versus thirteen Winslow. Three Northwest Christian versus fourteen Safford. Uh six Tuba City versus eleven Tank Verde. Um, seven Blue Ridge versus ten Sholo. Chili is calling me right now as I'm doing this. Thank you, Chili, for interrupting. Get him on the show. Um, no, I don't want to answer that. Uh, Fair two enough. Valley Christian versus fifteen Camp Verde. Let me just text him doing the podcast. Okay, don't know why he decided to do that. Um, okay, four A. Now these, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, these already played tonight. So yeah, there's number, most of them are done except for yeah. there's two matches that haven't reported final scores yet. Yep. So number one, South Point Catholic beat number sixteen Mesquite three nothing. Uh, number eight, Micah Mountain uh, beat number nine Eastmark three to zero. So uh, Micah Mountain and South Point are going to face off each against each other. That's two Tucson teams. Uh, number five, Arcadia beat AZ College Prep the twelve seed three to two. Uh, Canada Deloro three to one over ALA Queen Creek. That's a four thirteen matchup. Australia Foothills uh, number three beat fourteen Paradise Honors three nothing. Uh, six Cactus facing Deer Valley the eleven seed. No score yet from that one. Thunderbird number seven facing uh, your Flagstaff Eagles at number ten. No score for that one. And number two ALA Gilbert North beat Bradshaw Mountain the fifteen seed three to nothing. All right, and I've got five A pulled up. Uh, cool. Almost all chalk except for one upset. Um, Ooh, okay. So number one, Millennium beat Campo Verde three to one. That Campo Verde was the 16 seed. Ironwood Ridge number eight beat Centennial three zero. Um, Cactus Shadows the number five seed beat 12 Ironwood three one. Notre Dame Prep the number four seed uh, in five A now um, after winning. I believe they won 4A last year or they were in the title. Notre uh, Dame Prep? Yeah. Yeah, Notre Dame Prep won 4A. Yeah, so they're doing pretty well in 5A now to um, beat number 13, Desert Mountain, 3-0. to zero. Number 3, Verado beat number 14, Williamsfield, 3-0. Number 6, Sunrise Mountain beat Chaparral, the number 11 seed, 3-0. And our one upset is a team that you've actually talked about before, Um Number 10, Castile, takes down number 7, Canyon View, in a 3-0 sweep. Wow. And um, number 2, Horizon, beats number 15, Yonker, 3-0. Hmm. Castile, man, that team, really young but really good. Uh, moving back to 4 really quick, Jacobs Liga, our resident West Valley reporter, Cactus won 3-1 over Deer Valley. So uh, Cactus moves on to face Estrella Foothills in that one. Um, but yeah, going back to Castile, I mean, that's a team that, um, 
I did a story on it and they were just motivated to kind of prove everyone wrong. I mean, this is a team that for the first time ever won its region. They had the most wins in program history this season and they're doing it all with a first year head coach. So like, or well, and, I guess first and a sweep in the first round on the road is not easy to accomplish. And that's a long trip too, from Castile to Canyon View. Yeah. That's I'm looking at the score now. They're trip. in the second set 29, 27. Um, so wow. going a little bit over in that one. And in a game like that, where it's so emotional, if you were able to win a big set like that, it just sets the tone so much. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Um, Castillo versus Horizon, that second round is going to be a really, really good matchup. That's uh, yes. next Tuesday, I believe it is the eighth. So, um, really quick from Jacob Saligas, uh, since he messaged us that he said, question for both of you, if you could have season tickets for free front row, 50 yard line, what team would you choose? I know immediately what I'm choosing. Notre Dame. Yep. All day long. Hmm. Well, the question is, would you go to every game? Would you have to move there? Would you make that trip every time? Because that's a lot of money to, to make the trip out there for every home game. Yeah, I mean, I would I'd probably just move there at that point. Yeah, just for yeah. the tickets. Now, if we're talking like local, I think I don't know. I mean, it'd be cool to do, be the Cardinals. Um, I would probably still choose ASU though. I feel like college games are more fun. Personally. Yeah, I can I could see that. Um, so I'm going to go and he said 50 yard line, but I'm going to say center court. Uh, I would go with the Phoenix Suns. Uh, oh, was that an option? I don't know, but it's what I picked. Hey, Jacob, if that's an option, I'm I'm switching. I'm doing the Suns also. Yeah, because yeah, I could go to a lot of games and enjoy myself, but I could also, for the games that I don't go to, sell them and make a lot of money because I'm assuming these are pretty nice tickets in this hypothetical situation. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to have the best of both worlds in that way. I think also if we're doing a more hypothetical. And I didn't want to move to like Indiana where it's very cold. I honestly think I'd probably choose like an SEC school. Like just the environment every Saturday. You know what I'm saying? Vanderbilt. Okay, every SEC school except for <laughs> Vanderbilt and Missouri. And South Missouri Florida. actually, they're not good, but it's a fun environment. It's a big school. Honestly, like looking at Tennessee the last couple weeks on primetime like that looks really fun yeah for sure at Neyland I think it's Neyland Stadium right yeah it is Neyland I don't know or Nyland however you say it but yeah no it, I would maybe choose Tennessee go live in Knoxville or Nashville nearby that'd be kind of cool I'd, I'd also Elvis, take I'd get my Elvis because that's on. my that's my Minnesota home yeah um, see and I would take the Lions like if I went back to Detroit all day yeah. long I mean, it's at a least great I, stadium yeah. Um you might ever every once in a while see them win a game too, which would be kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, probably not, but at least I'd be on the 50 yard line watching them lose. Yeah, that's true. So you know, half glass full. Half glass yeah. full. Glass half full. Wow. Yeah. That shows you how tired I am. Yeah. I know, I know Chili and Jacob are gonna make fun of me for that one. So here's the question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you think uh, the Lions have scored more points or have done more up-downs this season? (laughs) 
6A volleyball, number one Cronodale yeah. Soul beat Chandler in the 16 seed 3 to 0 tonight. I hate you, man. <laughs> Stop, ra- man. Leave Dan Campbell alone. All right. You know, he's fun, but he's obviously not a good football coach. I like, hate you. Number eight, Queen Creek beat number nine, Xavier Price 3 to 1. It, at first, it was like they were good at offense and just struggled at defense, but now they can't do anything. Number five, Sandra Day O'Connor beat number 12, Highland. I'm sorry, not beat yet. That game has not come in yet. Um, that score, I was looking at Perry. Perry beat Desert Vista 3-0. Uh, number they four also number were like, 13. they highlighted the idea that, oh, wow, we have a bunch of former players as coaches. They're competitive. <laughs> but if you look at most. Number three, Gilbert. Was if you look at most coaching staffs, I'm betting there's a lot of former NFL players on that. That's not that, like, crazy. Oh, number six, Liberty facing Mountain View, the 11 seed. Yeah. Also shows that you don't have to be a good player to be a coach because they can't get anything right. They've won one game so far. Why didn't you tell me to make You muted your mic. Maybe that's why it wasn't on my actual microphone. Yeah. Why didn't you tell me to change it, though? To my mind, what? Because it probably sounded horrible coming through these. It headphones. sounded fine, and oh. then eventually it just didn't sound like anything. Okay. The it was the audio gods telling you don't defend the lions. Okay. Anyway, number number seven, Sunny Slope beat number ten, Valley Vista three to nothing, and number two, Hamilton took down number fifteen, Pinnacle three to nothing. So the matchups that we know so far is Hamilton the two seed versus Sunny Slope the seven seed. Uh, Jacob just said Liberty swept 3-0 to Mountain View. So it looks like we're going to have Liberty versus either Gilbert or Shadow Ridge. Um, and Perry will face the winner of Highland Sander Day O'Connor and Queen Creek facing Corona Del Sol, the number one seed in that one. So um, Corona has to be the favorite along with Hamilton, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And Perry, you have to throw Perry in there, obviously. You have to throw... Corona, I mean, all three know. of those teams are, every single year, are in those top four spots, it feels like. Um, just kind of trades yeah. off who actually ends up winning. Yeah, so those uh, quarterfinal matches will take place next Tuesday, followed by the semis on Thursday, and the final at Arizona Veterans Memorial Coliseum. That's a mouthful. At uh at 7 p.m. on Saturday, next Saturday. So um that's also the site of where little self-promo here. Uh myself, Brett, and Jose will be doing the bracket show for the 4A through 6A and open division football championships. Um I want to say it's at 9 a.m. next Saturday, but we're no gonna be Dave live at, this year. No, we're doing it live from VMC. And what's I guess it's kind of cool that we have Apparently, we have like a college game day type of set that we might be able to use. So it'd be kind of cool. Um, Can I bring a sign and just stand in the background? <laughs> Can you imagine just Eric? Woo! Yeah, it's a, uh, um, it's a uh, one of those fat heads, the big heads, and it's of Dan Campbell, and I just have it going up and down. <laughs> <laughs> um, if Flagstaff makes it, are you coming? It's a big if. So what's the answer? Uh, we'll see. If okay. if there's a Flagstaff team in it, I'll consider it. Well, there's only one Flagstaff team playing. 
So, well, there's Flagstaff and Coconino. It's Coconino in it still? In football? No, I'm talking about volleyball. Oh, volleyball. Um, yeah. If Flag High makes it, then yes, I'll be there. Got it. Okay. Yeah. No, but we don't even know. They, we they're 10 seed. Up tomorrow. Um, and and they they're already out. Ball. Yeah, that's true. So, but all yes, right. I'll think about it. Yeah. So, um, yep. Bracket show will be from there. And then I will be staying there to cover volleyball all day long, probably. So, be a long day. But it's okay, though. It'll be fun. Yeah. It's all right. Um, I'll be sleeping real good on Saturday night. So Fair hopefully the, hopefully we get food. And yeah, so that's get, the if thing is the, um, the, the – vo- I don't think they fed years. us last time at the volleyball. I didn't they fed us for the basketball. They fed – they f- got food for the uh, the bracket show, though, at the last few. They always had a catered I'm, breakfast. I'm set then. I'm good. Yeah. You know, because – I'm on the bracket show now, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jacob, don't worry. I, before you even message me, look, if we have canes, you can have my coleslaw. Okay. Yeah. I'll give it to you. If they have canes at like 8.30 a.m., then that's kind of weird. No, I'm talking about like for lunch and stuff. Yeah. That's yeah. usually who they go with, though, if they paid or something. Wait, I am technically an AIA employee now, so I get to eat whatever they bring in for the AIA employees. Yeah, that's true. Look at you moving on up. Yes. Love it. I'll sneak some food for everybody else. Um, all right, Eric. <laughs> uh, let's look at 1A state championship really quick. So this is yep. obviously the game, the um, the bracket that's going to be done the soonest. So no surprise here. Number one, Hayden versus number four, Williams. And number two, St. David versus number three, Muggion. The top four teams all year long. And... Boy, did they get there in style? Yeah, Ooh, each of them won with running clocks in the in the uh, quarterfinals. Hayden won eighty two to twenty. Williams won sixty seven to zero. Muggy on sixty eight to nineteen, and Saint David seventy to twenty six. Wow. Yeah. It's clear that those are the four best teams. We'll see if you know it might be. It might be some more of the same in the in the next round. We'll see. St. David Muggion is on Saturday at Cor- uh, Coronado High School. Uh, Hayden Williams on Friday at Coronado. Uh, looking at the 2A bracket, so that has been released. Um, oh, I'm getting flashbacks of, like, reading this off, and that's because I just did it on Saturday. Um, so number one, Pima facing number 16, Chinley. Number eight, Camp Verde versus number uh, nine, Santan Charter. Number five, Holbrook versus number 12, Veritas Prep. Number four, Wilcox versus number 13, St. John's. Number three, Scottsdale Christian versus number 14, Valley Lutheran. Number six, Scottsdale Prep versus number 11, Gilbert Christian. Number seven, Tonopah Valley versus number 10, Heritage Academy, Levine. And number two, Morency against number 15, Tank Verde. 3A bracket, number one, Thatcher versus number 16, Benson. Number eight, Valley Christian against number nine, Mojave. That is the game that I will be at tomorrow. Number five, Paradise Honors against number 12, Payson. Number four, Sholo against number 13, Blue Ridge. A little rivalry over there in eastern Arizona. Number three, Push Ridge against number 14, ALA West Foothills. Round Valley, the sixth seed, faces 11, Florence. Sabino, the seventh seed, faces number 10, Santan Foothills. And number two, Eastmark hosts number 15, Monument Valley. 
Thatcher um, is one of now just two teams in all of Arizona high school football with a uh, undefeated record. Who's oh Liberty's the other one, huh? Liberty, yeah. Wow. Two teams. That Thatcher team is good, man. Yeah, they're really good. Um, you can't take anything away from them. They, them, and Eastmark. I mean, that game that they had came down to the wire. Absolutely. I can't. I mean, look, they're only going to meet up if it's in the championship, and that takes place the twenty sixth of November on. I'm sorry, at six p.m. at Desert Vista. Um, it'll be. I mean, if they meet up again, it'll be so much fun to watch that game. They Absolutely. really will. So. There's some great teams, though, that are going to stand in the way. Really, really good teams. Sholo, um, Push Ridge, obviously. Paradise Honors can put up a lot of points. Valley Christian's probably the best eight seed that I've seen in a while. So, yeah, there's, there's, it's no it's no guarantee at yeah. all. Um, why don't we go and read off 4A rankings? So, not much changed in these, obviously. Um, AZ College Prep did take a tumble after losing to, I believe is Arcadia. Uh, but I'll let you read all these off. The most, I guess the one that people really want to talk about, I'm sure, is Open Division, which we'll get to in a second. So I'll let yeah. you read off 4A rankings. So the only team in the Open Division rankings, they're not in the top eight, but they're in that, you know, if you look on AZ Preps 365, um, the AIA site, there's a little bit of a yellow tint um, to ALA Gilbert North, which is number one uh, in 4A. Yep. Number two is Canyon Del Oro, three Post and Butte, four Marcos Deniza, five Snowflake, six St. Mary's, seven Apache Junction, eight AZ College Prep, as you mentioned, nine Lake Havasu, 10 Yuma Catholic, 11 Bradshaw, 12 Northwest Christian, 13 Buckeye, 14 Prescott, 15 Arcadia, and 16 Walden Grove. With Thunderbird, Combs, and Coconino on the outside looking in, yep. Combs faces AZ College Prep uh, Friday. So that'll be a game that could potentially help them. I want to say Thunderbird actually has a game against, oh, Yunker. Okay, never mind. Yunker is a yeah. little bit far out. Um, so that's 16. There is, you know, Thunderbird, as you mentioned, is 17. Um, they're really the only one at the moment. There's two games left, so it could change a little bit, but they're really the only one that's left out that's really close. They're about mm-hmm. half a point out um, from that 16 seed with Walden Grove, so they're definitely still in it. Um, yeah. Holmes and Coconino, if they are to make that leap, have a long way to go. Yep, absolutely. Uh, let's move on to 5A. So uh, the teams that are highlighted yellow – technically in the open running would be uh number one desert mountain number two notre dame prep so a lot of controversy a, co- a couple weeks ago when notre dame beat desert mountain and desert mountain was still number one then they flipped now they flipped again um number three is ala queen creek number four is horizon haley's at five followed by desert ridge cactus Miranda, campo verde and millennium rounding out the top 10 gilbert paradise valley sunny slope central camelback and sienega the 11 through 16 seeds there with Verado and Casa Grande. Mostly Verado, really close to Sienega, actually. Yeah, it's about um, 0.03 um, yeah, of a difference. Really, close. really, really close. Um, looking at the top three teams really quick, though. Desert Mountain faces Sunny Slope and Cactus Shadows to round out the year. Notre Dame Prep has Cactus Shadows and Gilbert. ALA Queen Creek, on the other hand has Casa Grande and then number four horizon. 
chances, Eric, that ALA Queen Creek overtakes both of these two teams for the number one spot in 5A and potentially open division? Yes, I think there's a chance because their strength of schedule is just a little bit more yep. difficult. And the, it's clear that um, two things have become relatively clear with the AIA rankings. And that's one that head to head matchups don't matter, um, at least very much, because Desert Mountain is over Notre Dame prep uh, while the Saints beat them. And two, that the strength of schedule means a huge amount um, yep. on these rankings. There are exactly. teams, you know, uh, Horizons number four, they're five and three. There are several teams below them on the rankings that have equal or better records, because, but because their strength of schedule is so high. Um, I think it's the highest in 5A at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, they, uh, you know, they're ranked high. So there's definitely a chance ALA Queen Creek um, if they're able to win, and especially if they're able to win both by 14 or more points. Uh, makes a big difference. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I missed this comment from Chili. Did Valley get done dirty? Um, I, no. I mean, I don't. I don't think they got done dirty. I just think. I don't know. I mean, their only loss are to Sholo and Push Ridge. So I mean, maybe. I mean, I feel like you can't fault a team and put them at number eight for losing to the two of the top four teams. But then again. I keep on using this as a reference, but like we, we all thought Highland was an open division team when they lost to only the top three teams in the state and they still fell out of the open division rankings. So the difference, the difference is I think that their wins are not against as high of a team that like, yes. So if they had had a couple, you know, top five, six wins along with those losses, I think yes, but uh, yeah. they, they don't have a lot of wins against teams that are kind of similarly ranked. Exactly. Yeah. So that's probably where it came into play. Uh, 6A rankings, Eric, I'll let you go ahead and uh, take those ones. All right. Not, ex- not the... counting the open division teams. Yep. So this is, this is our math. Um, fun time. We almost always get the numbers <laughs> wrong on this. We always but, do. <laughs> um, Castile, because they're not currently in the open as the number one seed. Um, Sandra Day O'Connor. Highland, Red Mountain, Williamsfield, Queen Creek, South Point Catholic, Mountain Point, Mountain Ridge, and Chaparral is the number 10 seed currently. Um, Boulder Creek 11, Brofruit Prep 12, Mesa 13, Desert Ridge 14, Mountain View 15, and 16 is Perry with Cesar Chavez at 17.05 of a point away. And Valley Vista, about a point and a half below them. Perry is an interesting one because they play Chandler and Basha. Theoretically, those should help, right? Yeah, you would think but so. The Pumas are really at risk here of falling out of the postseason. I think so, too. They're, uh, these they're are so Chavez close. Desert Vista. They're so yeah. close to these others. Valley Vista... Um, is at 5.1581 between them and Mountain View, which is the 15 or number 23. There is 0.68 of a difference. That's four teams in there. Two are going to be out, two are going to be in. Um, Shadow Ridge is kind of pretty far behind. They're at negative 0.3. So they'd have to make a huge, huge leap. Uh, I think yeah. those are, you know, those four we mentioned are 
going to be in some order the final four two in two out um yep so someone's gonna barely get barely get taken out um, and looking at the schedules uh mountain view plays south point catholic and red mountain and obviously because those teams are still are in the playoffs for sure it looks like that should help but they need to win yeah, Perry. yeah, they're two and six right now. If they don't win either of those games, there's no way they can be in the playoffs at two and yeah. eight. Perry at four and four currently is probably going to finish four and six unless some monster upset happens. Um, Caesar Chavez wraps up the season with Desert Vista and Mountain Point. Now, Desert Vista would not be a good win for the champions. Uh, Mountain Point, if they were able to beat them, would be a good win. However. The way Desert Vista has been playing lately, offensively, I don't think that's going to be an easy win for Chavez. No, neither of those are going to be easy. No, definitely not. I don't. I don't think. I don't think Chavez beats Mountain Point. I think Mountain Point finishes seven and three personally. Um, Valley Vista, on the other hand, Tolleson and Shadow Ridge left on the schedule. Not very strong teams, of course, but nonetheless, we'll see what happens. Uh, if you're Perry, you're rooting very, very hard for Desert Vista this week to beat Cesar Chavez. Yeah. And you're rooting and obviously for an upset of, um, of Valley Vista by either Tolleson or Shadow Ridge. Exactly. So yeah, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. That it is. Us... It's going to be a, a crazy end to the season. That brings us to the open division. Number one, as expected, the Liberty lions. Number two, maybe not so expected Chandler, despite losing to Basha, who is number three? Number four, Hamilton. Number five is Saguaro. Number six is Centennial. Seven, Pinnacle. Eight, Corona del Sol. With Castile, Desert Mountain, Notre Dame, ALA, and O'Connor. All right there. So, the first thing that we're going to say here. Liberty facing Centennial becomes a huge matchup. I do think the Lions beat the Coyotes, though. I, I think so. Think... If I had to predict, I would. I'd say, say by at least two touchdowns. Liberty is that good. Let's they are great. Chandler wraps up the season with Basha. I'm sorry, with Perry and Hamilton. Obviously, the Hamilton game is no guarantee. Um, the Perry one, I do think the Wolves are going to bounce back pretty well. I just don't think Perry has the firepower to keep up with them, to be completely honest. We'll see. Basha faces Castile and Perry. I think Basha can beat both of those teams. But Castile right now wants to be in the open division, and they're going to be fighting for that opportunity. Yep. So you can't count the Castile Colts out. Hamilton faces Westwood. Should be a win, theoretically. And then Chandler, obviously. Pinnacle is... Pinnacle's at a big risk here of yeah. falling out. They lose by 25 to Highland. They face a Sawaro team that's now on a run, and then they're going to face probably an angry Centennial team that could potentially be fighting for their own open division chances because a loss to Liberty, even if it is a loss to number one Liberty, it could drop them down to seven or eight. Yeah. I think a so lot we'll of us thought happens. that. I think a lot of us thought that uh, their loss against Highland 25 0 was going to keep them out. Um, I think they're yeah. surprised that they were that pinnacle was still in the open. Um, and I, I'm yeah. surprised to see Highland still that low. Yeah. To be honest, like Highland virtually no chance to get up there. I don't think Highland's way too far down. Um, yeah. Obviously a win over red mountain would help 
and then a win over um, who do they play? Chaparral will help. Just winning out will help them. But I don't know, man. Uh, the the most interesting matchup I think personally comes down to week ten, or technically week like eleven, twelve, whatever it is. Yeah. With Corona facing Castile, that could very well turn into a open division play in matchup between. Yeah, that's a bubble games. game. Um, now the thing is, if Castile loses to Bash on Friday, do they get jumped by Desert Mountain or Notre Dame or LA Queen Creek for that matter? There's a chance. Yeah. We'll see what happens, I guess. Uh if Basha play if Basha Liberty played again, who do you think would win? Whew, man. Um I'd have to pick Liberty. I I don't think Liberty won 35-7 at Basha. Yeah, that's the thing is I don't think the outcome would be the same like in terms of the score. No, I think it might be closer, but I think Liberty would win again. Yeah, I mean, if, if Bash's defense plays the way that it did, then it would be a very, I think, low-scoring game. But Liberty's defense is really, really good. Liberty's just an all-around great team right now. I think, I think There's Liberty, a reason they're 8 no. I think Liberty right now becomes the favorite for the open title. Yeah, they have to be. Yeah. So They have to prove it, obviously, because yeah, they haven't oh, been yeah. able to get past Chandler. But... There's yeah. a reason they're the number one seed at the moment. The Lions are great. Yeah. And from what Chile was telling me, I think Centennial is confident in themselves this week. So, yeah, I think, I, I mean, why wouldn't they be? Yeah. It'll be a good matchup. I'm excited to see what the outcome of that one. So, um, but yeah, no, we, we're getting close, Eric. <laughs> we're getting very, very close and it's very exciting. Uh, with that being said, where are you going tomorrow? I will be at the walk up sky dome two days in a row. Nice. Um, to see tomorrow is Flagstaff, who's basically out of the playoff picture. They're two yeah. and six, um, and uh, they haven't won a region game yet. They just lost to Mingus last week, but they're playing Prescott, who's on kind of the bubble. They're at number fourteen in um, the, in the four A, and a loss to Flagstaff would, might take them out. Um, yep. So Flagstaff's kind of playing spoiler. They're getting warmed up for their their game at Coconino in the city rivalry championship the next week the city championship um so that's where i'll be and then saturday's homecoming nau versus montana state right on i will be at valley christian for uh valley christian and mojave little eight nine playoff matchup there so should be fun should be a good time should be a good one yeah um, playoffs are here that's kind of crazy yeah brian winfrey by the way the fantastic i think he did a lot of the media stuff for valley christian uh he is no longer with valley christian he actually accepted a job opportunity promotion out out of the state so congratulations to him i know he have to sit five games probably not but uh (laughs) brian i'll be sad to not see you uh tomorrow when i go out there but uh, i wish you nothing but the best obviously because he was fantastic to all of us yeah so uh best thing we in the last week eric Best thing I ate in the last week. Yep. I made my own uh, spicy ramen. Um, Ooh. And put some extra stuff in it, some little chopped up um, bits of green onion, some mushrooms, boiled egg. Um, wow. Put a little bit of chopped up ham in there. It was really good. Interesting. I don't like onion, but everything else sounds really yeah. good. Wow, how am I gonna Adds top to the that? Flavor. How am I gonna top that? 
I don't know. Oh, What'd you I eat can. this week? Um, what did I eat? Oh, I had a really good salad from Cafe Rio. If Cafe Rio does a good job. Yeah, it was salads. a really, really good salad. I, I hadn't had one in a really long time. It was really good. A salad or Cafe Rio? Both. Well, no, no not a salad. Sorry, Cafe Rio. Mm. <gasps> Wait. Hang on. I have to take okay. that back. Chili Kith treats was like four or five months ago now. So I can't I can't say that. But yes, that was that's easily the best. Unless you're saying you had Kith treats, then I'm jealous. Mike Tyson um, kissed some treats. <laughs> yes. Um I take back everything I just said. Last Friday I met the one and only Eric Sorensen at Floridino's Pizza Muffins, Eric. Those are pretty good. I had the pizza muffins for the once for the first time in a very long time. I had the pizza muffins. Yeah, we used um, to go to those restaurants. What was it, 2019? We used to go before games. I think so. Yeah. 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 Chili said that he just had a Kith treat. So does that mean Chili's a Hershey's not- Kith? <laughs> yeah, Chili, I brought you pizza muffins and you didn't bring me a Kith treat. What, what? Yeah, give him a Kith. <laughs> I don't even know if I still have the picture of the Kith treat that I got, but it was so You don't good. have a picture so of Chili giving you a Kith? I hate you. <laughs> Do I have a picture of it? I can't remember now. I'm gonna see. No one ever gives me a kith. <laughs> but your dog gives you a kith. Oh, all the time. <laughs> they stink too. <laughs> they stink. <laughs> yeah. She just growled at me for saying that. Yeah, well, that's messed up, dude. Yeah, it's true. I don't think um, I have the picture anymore. Where did where did the picture of my kith treat go? What is a kith treat? Um, now that I've kicked the dead horse of it sounding like that thing would have been all melted. Put it in a cooler. Oh, he used a PJ. He he private jetted back and forth. So chili, no excuse. You have a cooler. You you can buy a cooler. Probably get one expedited with your logo on it too. So probably buy Yeti. Let's be honest. Um, so Kith is a like designer store in LA. Well, and other places too. I think like New York. Um, but high end designer thing, like hype beast kind of thing. Mm. Um, their store had like five items in a total, like literally five. Um, but downstairs they have like an ice cream parlor thing Mm -hmm. called Kith treats or something like that. Um, and it's really like, you can literally do, um, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) Saliga. Mike Tyson's favorite Chris Brown song is Kith Kith. Yeah. His favorite Soldier Boy song is Kith Me Through the Phone. Kith Me Through the Phone. You know his favorite anyway. rock band? Kith. Anyway, uh, so it's like a it is like a vanilla milkshake, but you can get like different like cereals inside of it. Mm. I got I think mine had like Oreo and like Fruity Pebbles and like maybe captain crunch like crunch berry or whatever it was a four thousand calorie milkshake but it was really really good um probably one of the best milkshakes i've ever had i i used to have a picture of it. i don't know where the picture went now but um no it was really really good 
I actually want to go back just to get that, to be completely honest. That and um, what is it? Fat Sal's chili? The like crazy sandwich place? Fat Thalf? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so I think it was called Fat Sal's, if I'm not mistaken. It's open until like 4 a.m. Then they close for like an hour and reopen again. It's one of those places. Yeah. So, yeah, fat cells. Um, so, yeah, that's it. So I had Floridino's pizza muffins were the best thing I ate this week. And a kith. I didn't have a kith this week. Oh, Chili had a kith. Chili had a kith. Chili, which one did you get? Which kith treat? Hopefully, the sloppy wet this. one. Gosh. Why are you the way you are? I don't know. Okay. Head trauma. <laughs> I'm probably not that far off behind you yeah. like playing playing football and stuff. Yeah, mine was just a going like this repeatedly. Mine wasn't even a sport. <laughs> you should have said getting hit in the head with a tennis ball. Yeah. Yeah. I've never been hit in the head with a tennis ball. I've been hit basically everywhere else on my body. Uh, but never the head. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Respectable. Um, Chili's not responding now, so he probably already yeah. logged off. Anyway, yeah. uh, thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the uh, Take It Easy Sports Show, the one with Rice Krispies. Okay, I don't remember what it's called. Anyway, um, uh, thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Take It Easy Sports Show. A lot of exciting action playoff wise going on, and uh, Saliga. Eric's favorite candy is Herthy's Kithith. Yeah. Okay. All right, Jacob. Thank you. My uh, ste- favorite steakhouse is Ruth Krith. Of- yeah, Jacob. Jacob's probably eating some cheese curds. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, th- for the third time, thank you all for tuning into another episode of the Take It Easy Sports Show and Kolfa. Um, make sure to give us all a follow on Twitter at Zach Elvira, at Human Rights, at AZHSFB, and at Arizona Varsity. Make sure to also follow Jacob Saliga. I believe it's at Jacob underscore Saliga, I think. Maybe. Yep. I got it right. And then uh, make sure you follow uh, Chili at just Chili, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. I think I got that right too. Anyway, um, once again, thank you all for tuning in. Make sure to give us all a follow for all the action this weekend. And we will talk to you all next week. If you see Zach out at a game, make sure to give him a big kiss.